Hello, I'm Daniel. Thank you for listening. I'm going to talk about an old, moderately old as Buddhist teachings go, moderately old Buddhist teaching. And I'm going to see if I can kind of tie it to our everyday life and make it have meaning to us. This is called the teaching of the Four Gates, or the Gates of Practice, and it's from Zen Master Bodhidharma, who is credited with starting the Zen sect in China. And he listed these four things that he thought were really important to us as we start on the Buddhist path. And I'm going to go through these one by one, okay? So the first one is Retribution of Enmity. Retribution of Enmity. And that is just that in our lives, we need to realize when we're wrong. We need to admit our flaws and not not lie to ourselves all the time. Because we do lie to ourselves all the time. We're often, when we think about ourselves, we're either lifting ourselves up and saying we're greater than we are, or we're piling on ourselves and telling ourselves we're awful. And And so that's why Bodhidharma's first gate was retribution of enmity. That is, when we do something wrong, we need to be, we need to admit it, and we need to try to make it better. We need to try to be better. Um, I don't know what culture this is, but there's a culture somewhere in the world, awkward, where they don't say. I'm sorry, instead they say I will try to do better. And I think that is a really great thing to do, to say I will do better. Because when you say I'm sorry, you're sort of putting an expectation on the other person to say that whatever happened is okay. And uh, that's and that's a good thing. I mean, we should forgive people, but also... We should focus on trying to be better rather than trying to get forgiveness so that we don't have to ask for forgiveness again. I think that's really good. So, uh, that was the first gate. The second gate is called acceptance of circumstances. So, what is acceptance of circumstances? That is our equanimity, our ability to weather the storms of life, to be moderately content with whatever's going on, because sometimes we really let life tear us down, even over big things and over small things. We let life tear us down. We're talking about just accepting things, just having an even mind and not falling apart when things start to go wrong. We do that sometimes. We fall apart. We have little things that go wrong and they ruin our whole day, or one bad thing happening makes everything else bad. That is acceptance of circumstances. And in in Buddhism, we often call that equanimity, which is, I know, a a word not a lot of people know. And sometimes we'll call it, people like to call it patience. And I kind of am against that because I think the word patience doesn't say enough about what we're talking about. We're talking about the acceptance of circumstances, the keeping an even mind with whatever crazy thing is happening. Because the truth is, life is going to kick us all the time. And... We need to learn how to accept it when things are bad. The third gate is 
Uh, maybe this is the hard one for me, if I'm honest. This is called Absence of Craving. Absence of Craving or Overcoming Craving. So that is what Bodhidharma is saying. What we are learning is we shouldn't be giving in to all our temptations all the time. We should uh, be mindful of what we're doing and know when something's not a good idea. I have a habit of giving in to my temptations all the time. And... I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. So what kind of temptations am I talking about? There's all kinds of temptations, of course, right? We might eat our kids' Halloween candy. We might drink too much. Too much alcohol or too much soda, right? There's so many ways we can overconsume and give in to craving. Because, gosh, sometimes we feel like there's a hole in us that we need to fill. So we drink too much. We eat too much. We crave all sorts of things, and we pursue them too much. Craving, we even, I suppose sometimes we think about sex too much, right? That's a craving too. We have all sorts of cravings, and Bodhidharma is telling us that we need to learn to try to manage that and not, not get carried away with our cravings. It's so, sort of similar, sort of goes back to that one before, right? We don't need to be obsessed with our cravings. We don't need to let them carry us away. In the same way that in the previous gate, we don't need to let bad circumstances carry us away. It's the same thing. This is sort of like we don't need to let the things that make us feel good carry us away either. I think we all have had the experience where you know you shouldn't indulge in something but you want to, so you do it anyway. Even though it's very clear to you that you shouldn't, I think we all have experiences like that. I think I think that's something we can all relate to. So when Bodhi, what Bodhidharma is telling us is we need to we need to rein that in. We need to make good choices. We need to make make the best choice we can. So if there's something we we really want that will make us feel pleasure, like we need to just think about that and we need to not overdo it. Not to say, not not to suggest that we should never be indulging, but just that, just that we should indulge the right amount. We shouldn't go overboard. We shouldn't, we shouldn't indulge to the point where it harms us. And the last one, of Bodhidharma's gates. Um, I think it's the hardest to unpack, but I'm going to try to really unpack and make it relatable. Okay? So, Bodhidharma said, act in accordance with the Dharma. Act in accordance with the Dharma. Now, that, to our modern Western minds, act in accordance with the Dharma might not resonate very well. So, with all respect to Bodhidharma, I would like to paraphrase that and change it to act to be real. Act to be real. When he talks about being in accordance with the Dharma, he's talking about living our best life. And he's talking about seeing the way the world is and learning our place in it and being more aware and more attentive and more mindful and honest with ourselves. He's talking about all these things because the Dharma is sort of the correct way of reality, the, the, the right way of things. That's what it is. So 
what he's saying is that we should be real. We should be fully real in a world full of people that are lying to themselves and lying to others and not being authentic and being manipulative. We should be real and genuine in all our relationships and in all our situations. To me, sometimes I like to say that is what the core of Buddhism is all about. It's about being real because it's very easy to not be real. It's very easy to be fake. So let's act to be real. Thank you for listening to my talk. I hope it has been helpful.